This is the official Caps Chirp Podcast, proudly a part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, everywhere. What's going on, Caps fans? It's me, the Hockey Troll, and I am here with that snack, Polly Cupcakes. What is up? Caps fans, we've got a great episode for you today. We're going to be talking all about women's hockey, the NWHL, the Women's World Cup, give you some results, give you some happenings amongst those leagues and teams, and, uh, you know, it should be good. As you can tell, we do not have our DraftKings uh, Draft ad read going, and as we said in Monday's episode, it's not because we were bad uh, partners, it was because we were so good that they wanted to move it to the mid-roll so that you can't skip it. And that means that we can just pop it in on you at any time during the mid-roll and you have no idea when the fuck it's going to happen. I mean, you know, I love this power. I'm going to be honest. It's been, uh, it's been, the first episode was a success. I feel like we should run a contest. If you can tell us when the DraftKings ad read goes on, like to the second yeah, but doesn't that leave the option for corruption? Hmm. What do you mean? Like, are you talking they're going to guess when we do? Yeah. So we could just decide to do it. Polly, how sick are you in the head that you even <laughs> think about rigging something so sacred? I'm, You're corrupt as fuck. Yeah, you know, I'm... <laughs> You peel back these layers, and it's just dry, rotting, termite-infested, corrupted flesh. Oh, my God. That's so graphic, too. Jesus Christ. Uh, all right. Well, fine. We won't do a contest. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Polly. Uh, I guess we should have drinks after that. Yeah. Fucking weirdo. <laughs> One, two, three. All right, Caps fans. So, if you didn't know, the um, the NWHL is no more. Is that right, Polly? That is true. Um, so, last Friday, a almost well on September seventh. I'm sorry, it wasn't on Friday. Okay. The NWHL announced that they are changing their name to the Premier. Hockey Federation. So, one of the main uh, taglines tag lines mm-hmm. to bring home this point is no labels, no limits. So, instead of calling out like women, right? Yeah. So, the re the the rebrand is multifaceted um, by calling it a federation. It's meant to be more attractive to international players okay. because a lot of um, Asian and European leagues are federations instead oh. of leagues. Another part of it is they wanted to be more inclusive for various gender identities. Okay. Um, and then they wanted to put the focus, as we already said, on these athletes as athletes, not female athletes. 
So um, by removing the W, it takes it from being a woman's league to being a professional league. So that's kind of they're they're just trying to they're trying to say with this name that you're watching elite hockey players. There doesn't need to be the caveat. They're women. Right. So, you know, like, is that making sense? Yeah, yeah. Um, But, I mean, they're not going to allow any men into this league, obviously, right? Um, I don't believe so. Um, They have had a trans woman in the league. They have? Yes. Um, There were a few former players who talked about how this is very good for inclusion. It'll make a lot of players feel more comfortable saying what they do. Um, I know there was a former player talking about how it made him uncomfortable saying he played in a women's league because of his gender identity. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, so a uh, couple quotes from their press release is from the commissioner, Tyler Tumania, mm-hmm. said the Premier Hockey Federation is home to some of the best professional athletes in the world who deserve to be recognized for their abilities and to be empowered as equals in sport. This league has come a long way since its inception in 2015, and we believe that this is the right time and the right message as we strengthen our commitment to growing the game and inspiring youth. So, I'm just trying to grow the game. Yeah. Yeah. Get more people. Um, right, and it seems like um, it's... I feel like this is more of a not calling out that it's a women's league versus anything else, though, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I think that is the the main aspect is let's just call these people athletes. Right. Let's not give it the caveat that they're it's women. women. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. You know, they're elite. Let's just call them professionals. Fair enough. And they are elite. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I, You know, and I'm going to get on my soapbox here a little bit. I almost wish that, I mean, this is cool. Like, whatever. I'm not, I'm not like judging this, but like, um, in this age of, you know, like this kind of like political correctness type thing, well, not, or just this type of shift in society, uh, I almost kind of like wish, uh, something would double down on yeah yeah we're fucking women and we're awesome you know what i mean yeah like yeah we're women and we'd make you fucking beer league slobs look like fucking trash (laughs) yeah i mean i think uh that'd be the opposite way to go but would still be positive yeah um well it'd be mostly negative because if i were to run the campaign it'd just be like these women sure like going (laughs) finding like uh people who talk shit on twitter and then just like putting in a beer league team for like three games and making sure they play that team and just absolutely slaughtering them and then just laughing (laughs) yeah i mean we play beer league against 
a lady who played D1. Oh my god, she was a monster. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she beat me for the game-winning goal. What a what a power move. Dude, not only did she beat you, she went outside, like, outside, almost completely outside of the circles outside. Like, no man's land, beat you power move, comes in, buries, and then I'm, like, trying to skate back, <laughs> and she fucking runs into me, and I just, like, eat it. Like, I fell down. Yeah. Just solid, dude. Yeah, yeah, she fucked good. me up. Um, yeah, I mean, I felt I would have felt bad regardless of of that play. Um, I felt a little bit better that she played D one though. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's always nice when you play against someone good and yeah. you get validated with their experience, right? You're like, okay, at least it makes sense why I got my ass kicked, right? Right. Um, but you yeah. know, just a bring this all together she's amazing and um, you know some people would probably have an attitude of like oh that's a that's a woman on their team you know that's who we're gonna try to beat or or pick on right and that's a bad decision <laughs> yeah I'm gonna be honest I think that she probably would have also beat the shit out of most of our players too yeah like in in fisticuffs if you would say yeah <laughs> um and i got one more quote here from madison packer she's the captain of the riveters and she said from an opportunity standpoint it's huge i understand and appreciate not having to define ourselves as female athletes anymore now we are defining players based on skill and what they bring to the game this is about recognizing that regardless of gender, athletes are talented. So, what we've been saying this whole time. This right. definitely seems to be the main objective out of the three. Um, while the other two are important and matter to them, it definitely seems it's, you know, the NBA, the NHL. Right. The NFL. They're not the NMMHL or the MNFL, you know? Like, right. all these leagues don't have to specify that they're men's leagues. True. So I think the NWA, or, you know, the, uh, the P- PHF, PHF is trying to go along those lines of all these men's leagues don't say men. So why do we have to say women? Fair enough. And it I like that. Yeah, I, I like it too. It'd be it'd be cool if the other sports are doing that. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind this move at all. Um, and I guess the big thing is, is it like what? Are, I I wonder when you say Premier, I just wonder if there's like some weird partnership between the Premier Lacrosse League. Well, maybe. What That'd about? Be cool. I mean, that's stupid. It's probably not a thing or anything, but (laughs) interesting enough. Yeah, and, you know, calling it Premier, I wonder, I don't know, maybe it'll attract some of the athletes from the PWHPA? Probably not, but... Right. I mean, I think that their aim is correct. I mean, they need to start honing in on foreign talent, too, make it a global league. Yeah, for sure. And I think 
I'd really like to see the PHF include, like, start playing the PWHPA. That'd be cool. Because they only play a couple games anyway. And I know most of those athletes on the PWHA, they just basically play for Team Canada, Team USA. Right. But I really think those athletes need to be incorporated into an established league. Like the old uh, American League, National League, or like the Western Hockey League. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, that's way back. Consolidating that into the NHL. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... I mean, obviously... different times, but yeah. they're, They're going on these tours to try to make more money for the game. Right. For women who play the game. Yeah. It just, uh, I don't know, maybe this rebrand is going to lead to higher salary caps and reunite the, the top talent. It's a lot of pressure you're putting on the marketing department there, bud. Yeah. I mean, they did just double their salary cap. Yeah. I mean, it's a good thing. Um, I, I like it. I think it's, I think it's cool. I think that it's, uh, it kind of goes there, you know, without going completely there in yeah. the sense of like, we're just going to drop like women. Cause like, it doesn't really matter. We're just going to be the P H F and that's it. Like the premier hockey federation. So I'll be interested to see how it pans out. Um, interesting stuff though. Cool. Do you know when their season starts? I believe it's November 6th. Um, I might have it here. And again, these teams are concentrated in the U.S. Northeast. Yeah. November 6th is the opening weekend. They will all be playing. Um, So the teams are Boston, Buffalo, Connecticut, Metropolitan, which is New Jersey, Minnesota and Toronto. Gotcha. So the only kind of like Midwest, Northern Midwest would be Minnesota. Yeah. I think DC needs a team, bro. Yeah. I, I think they do. That'd be cool. Um, bring it on down to the capital. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm cool with it. I think that it's an interesting move. I can't wait to see how it pans out in the future as far as like longevity goes you know doubling your salary salary cap is good I don't know the financials obviously I don't think many people do of this of the former NWHL and now PHF but uh, hopefully if financials are strong enough to double the salary cap that's a strong indication that things are going in the or at least trending in the right direction so yeah you know they they should get a DC team, and they, they should. should call them the DC Roosevelts, and their <laughs> logo can be Eleanor Roosevelt. <laughs> God, you, that is a terrible idea. Why? There's nothing cool, I mean, there's nothing cool logo-wise. Like, from a marketing standpoint, good God, how am I going to make that a fucking logo, dude? Just Eleanor doing what? Just her face, like Pepperidge Farms? <laughs> yeah. Ugh. I mean, that would be the most DC thing ever, I think. Just old yeah. old Eleanor. 
And I mean, would it be young Eleanor or or, or old Eleanor? Uh, I don't hate the name. The Roosevelts? Sounds a little elitist, but I don't care. I mean, maybe early in office time. Okay. Gotcha. What about, um, what about the, uh, I mean, I just feel like DC to be like the Eagles or like something, you know, like, uh, you can't say, I don't, I don't, I mean, the congressmen, the senators, you know, you can't, you can't say anything with congressmen in it because that would be counterintuitive, right? Yeah. Um, the capitals obviously have been taken, but I don't know. The monuments, the monuments, maybe? Yeah, it's not bad. The DC monuments? DC represent, representatives. Oh my God. Now, you know what? We're saying too much. This idea is always to get stolen. You know, the I thought representatives. About, I thought about if we did one here in Wheeling. Oh, okay. And with the wheel being a nickname, be the West Virginia wheel. The West Virginia wheel, yeah. The wheeling wheels, though? Because they would have to be a city, dude. No. Metropolitan. Okay, yeah, fair. Minnesota. I feel like we would just get a bunch of Penguins fans, too. Part of that fan base. I mean, yeah, but it would also be Ohio. True. Hmm. Not the... You you don't think that, like, the wheeling... Um... I don't know. What is what is the what does the Ohio River have? You know, toxic sludge. <laughs> the toxic sludge and acid all the rain, re- huh? The acid rain. Yeah, the, one of the uh, highest um, ever recorded acid rains was in Wheeling, West Virginia. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, so maybe the acid rains. You know, basically, it would be like uh, you know we're just gonna come out and beat the shit out of you, like just mad fights. Yeah. <laughs> That acid rain is what is watering your basil. <laughs> How does that make you feel? Not not happy. <laughs> not happy at all. Yeah. I don't like that chemical downpour. Um, all right. We've digressed far enough. Way too far, actually, yeah. probably on this. Tell us about the women's worlds. Did, did What happened? Did we win? Well, I don't know. Before we do that, should we maybe talk about bets? What kind of bets? Um, football. Like maybe DraftKings week one may be over, but the season's just getting started at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To kick off week two, DraftKings is giving new customers $200 in free bets instantly when they bet $1 on any football game. Listen up because you won't want to miss this. Headed Head to the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and place a bet of $1 on any Week 2 game to receive $200 in free bets instantly. If Sportsbook is not yet available in your state, DraftKings still has huge cash prizes up for grabs all season long with their daily fantasy contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. 
Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN to receive $200 in free bets when you place $1 bet on any football game. That's promo code THPN this week. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older. New Jersey, Indiana, or PA only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wage required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem. Call 100Gambler or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. And that's the ad read. There it is. Speaking of football, the L.A. Rams are beating the Bears 13-7 to at halftime. Okay. Just letting you know. I don't give a fuck. Well, <laughs> some people might. That's okay. If you're listening to this, when it comes out, you know, <laughs> there's a Thursday night game. Right. That you could, you know, use this promo code for. So it's true. Do it. Thank us later. Thank us later. Right. So let's talk Team USA. Okay. Um, the I I I. That's too many eyes. I I I I I I I I. Oh my god. Two I H F tournament, women's worlds. Um, you know, it was canceled in 2020 because of COVID. And then they canceled it this year because of COVID and then rescheduled after some drama. Yeah. They weren't originally going to reschedule it. There was no contingency plan. I think there was enough of a social media outcry that they did and pretended that they were always going to. (laughs) But that just ended early September. So... You know, Team USA is the current world champions. They won every world championship since 2013, which mm-hmm. they don't have the tournament during the Olympic years. Right. And Team USA won the most recent Olympics. So, Team USA were the queens of world hockey coming into this tournament. Okay. Um, I believe if they had won and gotten their sixth in a row, it would tie a Canadian record. Interesting. So, so you kind of, I think you kind of buried the lead there. No, I said coming if, into it. Oh, if they, if they will win. Okay, right. maybe I did. <laughs> so they had a pre-tournament game against the Olympic athletes from Russia. They won six nothing. Yeah. No surprise. Um, Team Russia's women are not nearly as competitive as the men's program. Sure. Team USA gets a 3-0 win over Switzerland in Game 1. Okay. 3-0 win over Finland in Game 2. That's a pretty big win. Finland's pretty good. That's who they beat in 2019 to win gold. Yeah. In a shootout. Game 3... A 6 nothing win over Russia again. And then Canada absolutely dominates them. 5-1 to one in the final game of group play. Interesting. Um, I attribute this a little bit to Canada's hungry. Yeah. Team USA is not. And uh, it should. Okay. But we go in to play Japan in the quarterfinals. Team USA gets a 10-2 win. Uh, They started scoring in the first period. Japan had a little late push in the first period. 
couple of nice goals, five to two after one. But USA killed a penalty to start the second period, and after that kill, it just was over, done, yeah, yeah, completely done. Um, like I said, ten to two. Crazy stat here: Team USA outweighed Team Japan on average by twenty four pounds. And we're three inches taller. Dude, how do you play against a team like that? Like, that's huge. That's a lot. You know, 24 pounds? Jesus. That's like JV versus varsity. Yeah. Yeah, that's like the middle school team versus your high school team. Um, And then three inches taller on average? Jesus. I mean, we talk all the time about how height is so important in hockey. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're or sick. Your your reach, your strides. Yeah. Everything. Right. I mean, if it was only for me, if I if I would have just got that extra inch to be like a bona fide six foot, I probably would be playing in the NHL right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure you would. Yeah, I think that's all I needed. <laughs> yeah. Maybe some speed, some strength. Easy. Some handles. Okay, well. A shot. Anything. All of it. <laughs> Alright. Anyways, so what happened after that? So Team USA beats Finland three to nothing in the Sorry, I'm tired. Three to nothing in the semifinal game. Uh it was competitive. Uh Finland was they were skating hard and playing with Team USA. Mm-hmm. But it was very obvious that Team USA was the better team. I mean, Team USA killed off four penalties. They outshot them 33-14. to 14. And Goals by Alex Carpenter, Murphy, and an empty netter by Kendall Coyne, Schofield. Uh, obviously, Nicole Hensley with a sh- uh, shutout. And that takes us to the rematch with Canada championship game Team USA came out in the first they were it was 2 nothing after one Alex Carpenter had two hard working gritty goals in front and honestly I thought this game's over really? I did mm, can't and count out Canada they're too I, stacked right and I was wrong because in the first couple minutes Canada scores 2-1 to one. And then, but that was on a power play for face-off violation. What the fuck? That sounds like some fucking, I think, I think that's rigged. Rigged. Well. Colin rigged. The IIHF has some real touchy rules. Right. That just so happened to benefit Canada this year. Yeah. Okay. Um, two minutes later, right off the face-off, Canada ties it up. At this point, it's Canada's game. Um, and it ended up going to overtime, so no more goals until then. This was a very physical game. I saw a lot of people go down. Well, I mean, this is two teams that legitimately do not probably like each other when they're playing each other, at least. Yeah, for sure. There's Um, a lot of bad blood. I mean, the the two top dogs, you know, it's like the two alpha um, dogs going at it. You know, here with Canada in the U.S., most—I mean, it's—it's—it's—it's it's, it's, 
I would say that Canada and the U.S. in the women's game have a they're clear head and shoulders above everyone else. Absolutely. And so, you know, minus like a couple crazy players that are on maybe like Finland or, or some other teams, that's it's basically those two. So there's yeah. got to be a lot of bad blood when you're always seeing this team in international play. And Definitely. also being benchmarked against them every step of the way. Absolutely. And, you know, to reference our interview with Chris and Lewicki, yeah. you know, it's it's a very physical game. Even though yeah. the rules don't necessarily allow you to blind someone up at center ice, the women's yeah. game is very, very competitive and very physical. And I'm sure that they just, I mean, you know, you look at these games and they know how to angle you off to make you work for work through the boards like you know that's the worst shit trying to like break through someone who's got the angle on you in the boards yeah. it's never going to happen I mean you gotta you've really got to start churning those legs to that point so it's definitely physically grueling as well yeah and there were plays that I would have wanted a penalty in the NHL yeah and they didn't call it so really so just let them play yeah it was very good physical hockey a lot of talent, a lot of skill. Um, and then Pauline Poulin, I'm not sure how to say her name. Mm-hmm. She wins it. Um, apparently, she and Brianna Decker have a nice little robbery back and forth. Mm. Kind of... It's uh, like chirp fest. They get real pissy with each, pissy with each <laughs> other. Uh, like they, you know, they, they lose their, their cool and get real physical on the boards and they had a few moments I saw and this time the American Decker is the losing end of that but it was it was a good game Team Canada gets their first world's gold since 2012 Canada did outshoot USA 32-25 and Melody Doust was the tournament MVP Lee Steckline from Team USA was best defender and also on the media all-star team. Okay. The tournament named Brianna Decker, Hillary Knight, and Steckline as the three best tournament players. And Hillary Knight became the women's world goal leader. She now has 47 in her career, and she now has 80 total points. And that's all-time goal leader. Um, yeah, all-time. Yeah. All-time in world championships. Gotcha. She's got 80 points, and 86 is the record. So she'll probably break it in a year or two. Interesting. Good for her. Um, Except there won't be a tournament next year because the Olympics. Right. Um, and even though Team USA came in second, they did stay as the top team in the rankings. And it goes, uh, top five would be USA, Canada, Finland, Russia, and Switzerland. Yes. Japan, but you know what, here, let's talk about number six. Japan over the Czech Republic, Sweden, or Germany, Sweden, and Hungary in that, in that order. Uh. I mean, we, we've talked about this on this pod like so many times about how like the improvement from Japan in their first Olympics 
the women's hockey program to now is insane. Yeah. I mean, when I watch them Olympics to Olympics, because, you know, I don't really follow, like, international play at all. Um, uh, so when I saw them play in the first Olympics, I was like, hmm, that's rough. <laughs> they yeah. never scored. They, like, that Olympics, they had scored, like, one goal. And they were, like, so pumped. That was a huge thing in play. And I think they only, like, scored one or two goals the whole tournament. The uh, next Olympics, though, in Sochi, they were like, holy shit, this is way better than what they were before. I mean, night and day. Yeah. So it's obvious that ja- the Japanese women really have this, like, hockey thing. Like, there's a there's some sort of bug going on. Yeah, they're probably the fastest improving uh, organization. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. And it's it's cool to see that, I mean, I guess you could consider Russia the, like, Far East, but, like, not really, let's be honest. Uh, cool to see the Far East. I mean, Japan's women team being, like, at the precipice of, honestly, hockey in the Far East. Yeah, it's it's really good for the, the growth of the game. Yeah. Uh, Japan, South Korea is catching on a little bit. Yeah. Uh, probably not China yet, but <laughs> right as we talked about on Monday. Yeah, um, you know, Team Japan. They went. I think it was four and two. I mean, that's a wow. good tournament. This tournament. Yeah, that's good. I mean, that's a great showing. Yeah, you know, I can't. I, you know, I wish my beer league team could go four and two. Same. <laughs> That's good stuff. Well, hey, you know what? I love to see that, like, uh, you know, because, again, we were talking about how the U.S. and Canada, and while I'd love to see the U.S. dominate, I think it's good for the sport, especially the the ladies' game, to go from, you know, to show it worldwide and see other teams kind of from other countries, you know, get into hockey and doing well at it. So, can't hate that. Yeah, it was it was fun to watch. Good stuff. All right. Well, Paul, do you have anything else? Um, go Irish. Oh, my God. Shut the fuck up. Anyways, um, well, Caps fans, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we're going to be recording like Mad Men on the 18th to get a bunch of episodes out because we're going to be off for the next couple weeks after this. But uh, we'll still be uh, we'll still be giving you some pretty relevant information and hopefully lining up some good interviews. So until the next time, Hockey Show Apollo Cupcakes, signing off. Hey Caps fans, thanks for tuning in to the official Caps Troll podcast, repping the greatest team in the NHL. Follow me, the Hockey Troll, at Hockey Trolling on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And follow me, Polly Cupcakes, at Cupcake Polly on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And follow the show's handle at Caps Chirp on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Special thanks to the Hockey Podcast Network at HockeyPodNet on social and the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com. The Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, everywhere. Check them out, or we're not friends anymore. <laughs>